Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. I tell you what, man, he's a literal titan across the entire media landscape. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, a man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Goss, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Tony! Welcome into another episode of Stupidity, brought to you by DraftKings, the biggest podcast in the world. Please subscribe, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review. We are the biggest podcast in the world, thanks to you and DraftKings. <laughs> what? What do you mean? What? What are you talking what do you, about? What do you mean? What's with all the DraftKings? You didn't read the news? Partnership with DraftKings? Me and Levitard? I mean, the whole show? This is very, and Metal Arc Media, very exciting, Mike. This is exciting we're, news. We're going to get paid? Yeah, well, debatable <laughs> for you. <laughs> I know I am. Stupidity. <laughs> 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 Mike, moving forward here, I would appreciate if you only refer to me as DK, okay? Drop the Stugats, DK, because as part of this deal, I am the Draft King. <laughs> <laughs> they, they named you, they knighted you the Draft yes. King? Yes, they did. I am the, there can only be one, Mike, and that one is me. How about that? Um, speaking of the draft, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, by the way, Russ Tucker going to join us. Speaking of DraftKings, he's a DraftKings ambassador. Okay, I guess that now <laughs> makes me his boss. <laughs> Kneel before the king, Russ. <laughs> Uh, but Ross is great. Played in the NFL for seven seasons. Started 28 games or so. Uh, went to Princeton. Good guy. Smart guy. Knowledgeable guy. And uh, we wanted to preview the draft. Mike, two Jet fans. We are sitting here. I was getting mad at Mike Ryan because for so many years he was in the same boat I was. Right? He was a Cleveland Browns fan. He was as miserable as I was. And now he doesn't care about the draft anymore because his team is good. You and I are still doing this thing where every year all we have is hope. Okay? So I ask you as a Jet fan, with the second pick, we are 48 hours away from the NFL draft. Uh, you hate Zach Wilson. I want to know how you're feeling 48 hours away from the Jets, probably making the wrong decision again. Listen, I, I don't have a problem with Wilson. I just wanted it to be Russell Wilson, not fucking Zach Wilson at a BYU. Like, I got... Uh, who the fuck is this kid? <laughs> Wait, so you, are you saying the Jets had a chance at Russell Wilson many, many years ago? Is that what you're he saying? He was drafted in like the fifth right. round or the third round. Everybody right. had a chance at him. Which one hurts you the most? Not taking Marino? Not taking Russell Wilson? Not taking Tom Brady? Which one hurts you the most? Yes. <laughs> it's got to be Marino. Because everyone passed on Brady and everyone passed on Russell Wilson. It has to be. We took Ken O'Brien. 
Okay, who's a very good quarterback, by the way. He might be the best quarterback in Jets history after Chad Pennington, okay? He's certainly better than Namath, that's for sure. Okay? Exactly. <laughs> um, but which that had to hurt the most, right? Like, you could have had Dan Marino and you got Ken O'Brien, right? Yeah, that hurts. You look at the what pain on your Marino fucking face. What would Dan Marino have been with the Jets? <laughs> what do you oh mean? Oh, my God. What would Dan Marino have been with the Jets? I'll tell you what he would have been out of the league in three years. <laughs> <laughs> and Ken O'Brien would have got down, went down as the greatest quarterback in the history of the league. Okay? Clayton Duper and Shula. I mean, Jesus Christ. I hate this team. <laughs> and yet I love them. It's unbelievable. Uh, quick game of uh, Before Ross Comes On uh, on behalf of DraftKings. And he has his own podcast and he's great. Knowledgeable guy. Again, smart, fun, funny. Uh, looking forward to speaking with him. A quick game of athletes that connote the NFL draft. <laughs> it's wow. a tough one. That's, a, uh, that's hard. Okay. I'll, get us, I'll get us started, okay? Because I, I, I got one, and it might be the only one. Carl Pickens. How about that? <laughs> Former receiver for the Bengals, right? <laughs> I got it. I'm going to end this game right now. Bob Huggins. Damn! Holy shit! <laughs> The awkward hug from Goodell. <laughs> Holy shit. That is excellent. Is there anything else? I mean, is there, who else? Who else? Is there, is there a card? Is there a clock? Is there a... Mel Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Marty McSorley. <laughs> McShay Kuyper. What <laughs> This is why they're paying me the big bucks. <laughs> yes, DK. This is why. Thank you. <laughs> Can we change the name of the podcast? Stupidity. No. <laughs> Am I? Is the logo me still still sitting on a toilet? That's my throne. That's DK's throne. I was just gonna say. Yes, if, if right. Any place is gonna be your throne. All right, keep everything the same. Um, all right, so we are done with game with the game of athletes that connote the draft. I think you ended the game, Mike. That was fantastic by Bob you. Huggins. Yeah, Bob Huggins is amazing. What's the one you got for golf? I think that's the greatest one I ever had. Chip Remember Kelly. That? Oh, Chip Kelly. Jesus Chip Christ. Kelly. You have been crushing me in this game, man. Killing me. I mean, you are better at this game than I am. I, listen, I won the game of life. Because <laughs> I'm the DK. Okay? <laughs> but you're good at that game, Mike. It's something you should be proud of, okay? Trade you. <laughs> Let's get to Ross Tucker. Preview the NFL draft. Stugouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer oh my gosh folks gather around everyone gather around listen to these words the nba playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nba with same game parlays live betting odds boosts and so much more don't miss out as the nba postseason winds down and if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out new customers listen to me you bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
Ross Tucker with us. I am wondering, what does being a DraftKings ambassador mean? How do you become one? More importantly, how does Stagats become one? (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny? I didn't even know I was a DraftKings ambassador. That's what they told me. That's what they told me, Ross. You you know what? I, I will say this. I looked it up recently. DraftKings started advertising on my show in like 2014. I must have been like the first show that they ever advertised on or one of the 2014 dude. Like I must've been one of the first ones they ever advertised with. So I, maybe that's what makes me an ambassador. Now they're like the title sponsor of all my shows. I don't even know. Here's the thing. I'm to the point now where I just say DraftKings randomly on my show every once in a while, just because I know they like it. And I know that, uh, they've been very good to me over the years on multiple levels. So I'll be talking about the Niners at pick number three. You got Mac Jones, you got Justin Fields, and you got DraftKings. Okay. <laughs> now, DraftKings is clearly the best, but you should go Mac. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? We were talking earlier. This is the this is the truth to God's. When I was uh when I was doing the podcast ESPN, okay, back in the day, yeah. right? Yeah. They first got sponsors. Like my first year doing it, but the first year, there was no sponsors. Second year, we started getting sponsors like Sherry's Berries and 100 Flowers and State Farm, right? So I remember distinctly saying, like, how does it work with the sponsors? Like, do we get money every time we say them? So I would literally, like, say a sentence and then be like, State Farm, 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 State Farm. <laughs> so no joke. Then, Like, the next year, the Rams played the Patriots in London. And I was calling that game for Westwood one or whatever. And they asked me, Neil Reynolds asked me to MC this event in Trafalgar square, which is like times square. Like it's like the times square of London. So dude, he just knew me. He listened to my show. So he has me on, I'm on a stage with 30,000 European NFL fans. Like there, I had no business being on that stage, but I'm interviewing like Belichick and Kraft and Brady. And I'm like, what is going on right now? So I'm on the stage. I look out. There's at least 15, 20 people that have huge state farm signs because they knew that I was going to be emceeing that event. They have signs that say state farm, state farm, state farm. Here's what's crazy. State farms, us only. There's no state farm in Europe. There's no state farm in Europe. But those people uh, listen to my to, to the Ross Tucker podcast. Oh no, it's the football, the ESPN one. But they listen to it and like that stuck in their brain so much. They knew like the way to get my attention with all those people was to have a state farm sign, even though they didn't even know what state farm is. Like they they, they have different insurance in, in London or whatever. It was unbelievable. I love that. So every time you say DraftKings, you have it set up where money's just sent into your account? Like, no, no, but I'm trying to like, you know, it's right. all about the added value, right? Like it's all about the, uh, you know, okay, so You're I did Ross. read, but- Ross you, Ross, you have learned this industry, my friend. It's all added value, Stu yes, added yes. value. <laughs> Listen, you're a smart guy. You went to fucking Princeton, man. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I'll tell you why. You know why, dude? I'm 42 years old. Right. I've never had a real job. I am in my detached garage right now. I am wearing shorts. I wear shorts every day of my life. Yeah. I best. wear I wear either flip my toughest decision in the morning is flip-flops or crocs. No joke, because I had a back surgery in Buffalo, so I right. despise bending over in any capacity for like shoelaces or to put my. So I in the morning I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna go out in public, so maybe flip flops because Crocs are really frowned upon in yeah. public. But I did look. I have a philosophy. I, I think socks are for losers. Like if you put socks on every day for your job. I feel bad for you. You don't have as good of a job as I do. I don't. I don't ever wear socks. Socks yeah. are for losers. I literally sit here in my detached garage in central Pennsylvania and talk about football. If you told my friends when I was in eighth grade that Ross could get a job that combined his two favorite things, which are talking and football, they'd be like, right. Dude. Wait, so, but what if, what, what if I told those some, those same friends that you would actually play in the fucking NFL, Ross? I mean, you know what? You know what's amazing about that? So, Stugatz, my dad's 5'9", a buck 70. So, my buddies will always say, 
that I always wanted to be in the media. I thought I'm not going to be an NFL lineman. Like sure. my dad's five nine a buck seventy. I, I wanted to like go to Syracuse and write for Sports Illustrated or whatever. My okay. buddies will tell you that God made me good enough at football so that I could get these media gigs. And it's funny because all my buddies, right? They all do hedge fund or Wall Street. They all make a lot of money. They make more money than I do, right? But I always say to them, I'm like, okay. All right, so I know you make whatever, and I make a lot less. How much would you give back a year to not have to get on that train into the city every day? You know, from Connecticut or Long Island or Jersey. Sure. And they'll be like, oh, God, I'd, I'd give you back 150 grand. I'm like, okay. Now, how much would you give back to not have to wear a suit and tie or socks and just wear yeah. whatever you want? Like, oh, probably another hundred right there. Then I'm like, okay, now what if every day, rather than acting like you gave a shit about whatever you're talking about with that guy and buy and sell and stocks, whatever, what if you were just talking, like I'm from, I'm from Pennsylvania, right? I'm from near Philly. So what if you're just talking about the Eagles and they're like, oh my gosh, that's another, I'm like, that's another 150 grand right there. I'm like, all right, now we're even. Now we're just about even. Uh, I'll tell you this. No, and you're right about that because my brother, back when I was making far less than I am right now, because now I'm making more than everyone, okay? So, okay. Mike, you keep that in. Uh, take it out. Uh, but I, my brother used to text me. He was making way more money. He works at a hedge fund, works on Wall Street, big trader. He said, I'll trade jobs with you today. Every day he was boarding that train from Westchester <laughs> into the city, right? He would send me the same text every day for years. Bro trade jobs with you today he was making in the millions i was making like a hundred you know <laughs> Dude, trade jobs with you today right so so first of all what's funny about that is all i ever want to do is play football at penn state right like i'm, I'm from pennsylvania like that's that's all you want to do the valedictorian of my high school stugatz had 1550 sats wow did not get into princeton or harvard my year i got into both because of football Wow. And I remember saying to him, I'm like, dude, when you were fooling around trying to get into good colleges, I was lifting weights trying to get into trying to get into Harvard and Princeton. I felt bad. That's all he ever wanted to do was go to Harvard or Princeton. And I got in because of football. And he didn't. So no joke, okay? I make Washington. I'm undrafted for agent. And I make the Washington Redskins at the time. Marty Schottenheimer, 2001. I'm the ninth O-lineman they keep out of nine. It was crazy. I'm in the huddle in a preseason game. Chris Samuels goes down. It's Jeff George, Michael Westbrook, Stephen Davis. I'm like, I, I feel like I was in a Madden video game. I was like, what is going on right now? So I made 209 my rookie year in 2001. My dad said to me, I'm from Reading, Pennsylvania, right? My dad's like, do you realize you made more money this year? than every other one of those Princeton snobs you went to school with. <laughs> I was like, yes, I did. Now, dude, they passed me up quick. By like year three, year four, they passed me up. So sure. my two claims to fame are number one, I made more money than anybody in my graduating class first year out. And number two, I'm the only Princeton graduate that ever got fired five times by age 28. Five times by eight, I had been fired. There's no chance any other Princeton grad ever got fired that but many Ross, times. I hope, because you played seven seasons. You started, I think, 28 games. Like, There's not many people walking this planet that could say they started 28 games in the NFL. Like, I hope you look – I know you're making fun of yourself, but I hope you look back at that with some fucking pride, man. That's crazy. Oh, dude, uh, like, I, I am very self-deprecating. I'm drafted. By the way, I know I, I'm I'm very self-deprecating and like I I make fun of my career, but I, you have no idea how proud I am. I love like when I'll tweet something at Ross Tucker NFL and someone will be like, "You sucked as a player," or whatever. Like I'll be like, I'm like I, I literally reply and say, "I thank God every day for my suckiness." I played seven years in the NFL. I saved all that money. It's what enabled me to get all the media gigs I have now and the podcast and stuff. Like it changed my life that I ended up being good enough to play seven years. I never thought when I went to Prince, I was going to play in the NFL. Now, you know what happened? I started a few games as a freshman D end at like 260 and then went home for Christmas break. We got a keg of yingling every night, Stugatz, and went to the diner at 2 a.m., okay? I right. left school at 2.58. I came back at 2.84. That was Christmas break my freshman year. The coaches <laughs> were like, 
what did you do? I'm like, I had an awesome time. I was home with my buddies from college for the first time. They're like, we're going to play it. They're like, is it okay if we move you to O-line? Because like, you're starting. I'm like, but they told me like, you could really be special on O-line. So I moved to O-line and that year, the draft, Matt Burke from Harvard was in the sixth round. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. I'm like, hold on a second. I played against Harvard as a DN. Like I played against this guy. So I was like, wait a minute, if he can get drafted, Maybe I can just get signed or something and just go to a training camp. But it is funny because I say now, like, like I'll do a speech, right? And I was two-time academic All-American. So like, I'll do a speech and they'll say, like, before I go up on stage, they'll be like, uh, two-time academic All-American at Princeton, seven years in the NFL. Now he's on CBS, whatever. I always sit there and think, I sound way better on paper than I really am. Like, I sound awesome. Like, I, when, I get, when I get up on stage, two guys, I grab the mic and I'm like, I don't want you guys to be disappointed, but like, that sounds better than I really am. Just so you know. Like, I'm going to try to give a good speech here, but I'm not going to give as good a speech as I sound like I am on paper. <laughs> Ross Tucker with us on behalf of DraftKings. He's an ambassador of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Check it out. Uh, give me something crazy that you think is going to happen on Thursday night. Something crazy. By the way, why didn't you ever have me come on the show with Lebetard and break down the O-lineman rankings like you had Chris Sims do? Oh, that's a good idea. We could do that. You want to do that? Now, you know what's funny, though? Um, that, the reason why I thought of that, the Niners are taking Mac Jones, dude. Like, are they and that's really? not crazy. That's not crazy. I'll say this. I think though. that is crazy, actually. I actually do think that is crazy that that well, guy, me, that coach, who's a quarterback guru, of the three guys that he'll have available to him, he's going to choose that quarterback. I think that is crazy. Well, let me tell you three things that are interesting about it, okay? Number one, and I've noticed this on social media, I got to look this up. This might be the most hated draft choice among a fan base <laughs> since, like, the Eagles took McNabb which, by the way, obviously worked out for them. Niners fans, are they despise Mac Jones. Like, it's going to be a bad deal for him, man. Niners fans do not want Mac Jones. But that's who they're taking. I'll tell you why, right? Number one, you know that Chris Sims and Kyle Shanahan have, like, ankle tattoos with each other's I'm initials. Aware. Yep, okay? Chris has told us that, yep. <laughs> like, so when Sims comes out and says it's Mac Jones, I'm pretty sure – like. There's no reason to keep it a secret. Like, I'm pretty sure Kyle Shanahan is not screwing over his buddy, Chris, okay? Secondly, I remember being – I was working for Sirius XM NFL Radio, and I went to Washington training camp in whatever it was, 2010, whatever Kyle's first year was with his dad in Washington. And I said to him, like, dude, you guys were tearing it up in Houston. Because they were, like, dude, Andre Johnson, like, they were putting up big numbers. And he looked at me and he said, Ross – Quarterback's really good. He's talking about Schaub. He's talking about Matt Schaub. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Schaub's pretty good. He's like, he's like, no, no, no. Quarterback's really good. So I bring that up because he told me personally he loved Schaub. Loved him. We know they love Kirk Cousins. You know who that – that's Mac Jones. Like, Mac Jones is Matt Schaub, Kirk Cousins. Like, nothing physically impressive, very smart, very accurate. You know, you know what it is? Shanahan just want Shanahan's got the joystick in his hand. Like he's the one playing Madden or playing the video game. He just wants the joystick to work. He just wants the joystick to do what he tells it to do. And Mac Jones is the guy that will give him the best chance to just do the joystick and do what Shanahan's telling him to do. That's what he just wants someone to execute. Yes. Fields or Trey Lance could do crazy stuff that Mac Jones could. He doesn't want that. He just wants – do what I tell you to do is what Kyle Shanahan wants. And I, I, but I think Niner fans, if they object – sorry, Mikey. I think if they object at all, what they're saying is, hey, we have Mac Jones. His name's Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> Take the other guy. Upside, you know? Yeah, and well, and also, why Correct. do we trade three first-round picks yes. to get that guy? Like, like bring Matt Schaub out of retirement. Like, get, like, get, like, there are other people you can get, they would argue, that are Matt Schaubian or Kirk Cousian without trading three first-round picks. I got to be honest, when you say Kirk Cousins, Matt Schaub, I understand why Niner fans are freaking out. <laughs> you know what, though? I think what Shanahan would tell you is if he had those guys, like if he had Cousins in his prime or he had Schaub, that he thinks they're as – I think he thinks they're as good, if not better, than Garoppolo, but they stay healthy. They don't get hurt. Right. 
That's the difference. Can you just put an end to something, though? There are people all over Twitter right now saying that they haven't made their choice. You don't give up three first-round picks right now if you haven't already made your choice, right? Lying season! Yeah, I think they are – I think they're probably, like, doing the NFL a solid, like, and and adding some intrigue. Let's put it this way. When they made the trade, they knew it was Lawrence 1, Zach Wilson 2. They had a really good idea who they were going to take. But it wasn't 100%. And by going to Fields Pro Day, going to Trey Lance Pro Day, you know, they're doing all their due diligence so that when they take Mac Jones, and that's who I think it's going to be, that it will, you know, they'll at least be able to sell it like, look, we did everything. You know what I mean? They can at least sell it like they did the whole product. By the way, I was looking, speaking of our friends at DraftKings, I was looking 37% of the bets so far on who will be the number three overall pick at DraftKings on Justin Fields. I mean, those people need to get out of that bet. Get out of it. It's not going to be Justin Fields. It might be Lance. But if there's a way you can buy out of that bet, listeners, buy out of it. It's not going to be Justin Fields. Well, they're going for the upside. It's probably the better play. And that was very well done as a DraftKings ambassador. You are fucking good, man. <laughs> what do you mean? I, what? How I just kind of slid in there DraftKings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. DraftKings. You're checking it out? Yeah, State you're great. Farm. I had DraftKings the- for cereal for breakfast. It was amazing. <laughs> when I do the spots, I say I live. I spend more time at DraftKings than I do at home, man, which is which is the actual truth. <laughs> <laughs> which is the actual truth of these five. Is it a slam dunk that Lawrence is the best of the five quarterbacks? And if it is, who's the next best after Trevor Lawrence? I don't think it's a slam dunk. He is the guy I would take. I mean, think about the pressure he had on him, man. I mean, he was like the number one recruit since ninth grade. So the fact that he's been able to play that well throughout high school, throughout college, I still think he's the guy I will say Zach Wilson makes some crazy throws. And I'm not sure Lawrence is like every year now they have a generational, generational, generational. I don't know that he's generational. I think he's the safest, best pick this year. I think he's that. And I think the fact that he he lived up to expectations at Clemson with all the pressure on him for three years. Now, the flip side is Clemson has like the best players. Like you go to Clemson, Alabama, or Ohio State, you got the best players. So if you don't live up to expectations, something's very, very wrong. But to win the national championship as a freshman, I think it's Lawrence. I'm very intrigued by Trey Lance. Very intrigued. I mean, I played one double A. They call it FCS now. Like, it's – I can't even comprehend that a dude from Minnesota can play one year of one double A football <laughs> as a redshirt freshman and then be a top ten pick. Like, where's all, where, where are all the schools recruiting him? Like, how is that even possible that North Dakota State got him? But people love him, dude. Like, he's going top 10. One way or yeah. the other, I wouldn't be surprised if somebody trades up for him. People love Trey Lance. But the crazy thing about it is Justin Fields is going fifth. He's going to be the fifth quarterback taken, which is kind of crazy. Like, Fields went out of his way to make the Big Ten have a season this year. And then unlike a lot of these other guys, two guys like Micah Parsons and Jamar Chase, not only did Fields fight for a season, then he played, he didn't opt out, he played, and he hurt his draft stock. Like, if all he did was sit on the couch or do nothing, he probably would still be the second guy. But because he went out there and played poorly against Indiana and Northwestern, he's going to go later than he would have. And by the way, Sean Wade, the cornerback from Ohio State, he's going way later Wyatt Davis, the guard from Ohio State, he's going like a round or two later. Like nobody ever talks about this. Nobody talks to all these guys that lost money by coming back to school. I'm like the number one guy for telling guys to go pro early. People go, oh, you went to Princeton. I'm like, who cares? If I could have gone pro early from Princeton, I would have. Like you only have so many hits in your body. Like we're all a ticking time bomb. My career ended on the wedge, dude, against the Ravens. Hernated my C5, C6 bruise my spinal cord like you never know when you're when your bomb goes off like when your time expires you got to get that money when you can you can always go back to school uh mike you're gonna love this game i'm gonna ask him the question ross tucker with us he's on uh, he's with us on behalf of <laughs> yes. DraftKings, the ross tucker football podcast crazy game it is you it is keith olbermann and it is paulie okay Whoever has the best story about Dan Patrick, you fill in on that show often, wins $10 million. The story Ross Tucker is going with is what? (laughs) 
So two things oh, on that. First of all, <laughs> if if Olberman and Paulie don't beat me out on that, then something's very right. wrong. Oh, Paulie's got the goods on Patrick. Because, Paulie's got because the because those yes. guys have been around him a lot. Here's the thing I always tell that you, you guys will appreciate this. Okay, I've filled in for Dan like 50 times now. Probably I don't know. Everybody's always like, "Hey man, what's Dan Patrick like?" What's Dan? I'm like. I don't know. He's never there when I'm there. I'm only there when he's not. I mean, like I do guest hits, you know, I do spots, and I talk to him in, but I have very limited interaction with Dan. I'm only up there in Connecticut in the man cave okay. when he's not. I the one story I will tell you about about Dan that you'll appreciate this being in the podcast business now. So um, you know, we're both uh I used to be repped by uh, a certain podcast agency, right? And Dan was with them too. I don't even know if he is anymore. And they were telling me how many downloads Dan gets an episode, which is a lot. He gets a lot. 15 podcasts a week. You know, he, as you guys know, he, he podcasts every hour. So 15 different one hour podcasts with all new ads put in, you know, they package it up, whatever. And he was getting a lot of downloads. And a little birdie told me, like how much money Dan was making from the podcast start of it. I saw Dan at NBC one time. I was doing something. He was there. And I was like really into it. Like his his job is like my dream job is 6 to 9 a.m. Dan Patrick type of show, TV, radio. It gets podcasted. I'm done at 9.15. I give everybody the double bird at 9.15, okay? <laughs> and I got three revenues. I'm a morning guy. I got three revenue streams coming in the whole rest of the day, right? So I asked Dan, this two guys, I asked Dan about the podcast thing. I'm like, so Dan, tell me about how you're podcasting it and doing whatever. And it was like, he was aware of it, but it was very clear he had like nothing to do with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he really didn't like other people were handling that part of it. Of course. And I knew approximately like how much money he was getting from that. And meanwhile, I'm like calling advertisers. I'm like kind of going every show. I'm trying to grow the audience. This guy barely even knew. And I love Dan. He didn't hardly know anything about the podcast part of it and was doing very well making legit money you're doing it wrong i can help you with this tucker okay you're doing it wrong you need to do it the way patrick's doing it the way me and levitard is doing it. listen just show up your your name your voice is what's needed from you let everyone else do the work surrounding it okay? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. but Jesus. like like i'm I right here remember thinking <laughs> like i i just couldn't believe it that that guy like hey more power to him man uh that right, let, that, that let, was impressive Let's do this then because you have worked with them because when you're filling in for Dan, they are there with you. Let's draft the Danettes, okay? <laughs> Let's draft them, okay? Like one through one. Okay. Let's start. Who would be your fourth pick? If you if, let's let's do it this way. You're filling in for DP one day, right? And Dan says, listen, you can only have one of the four producers today, one of the four Danettes. Who is fourth on Ross Tucker's list? So you know what's so funny? <laughs> Why? Why does everybody always? Paulie's gonna kill me. You you put me on the spot. Like Stu guys, Stu guys knows the exact question to make it uncomfortable. No, um, I will tell you. I will tell you right now. That is easy, and it's McLovin. Yeah. Okay. That's easy as really. I love McLovin. I go back to I go back to the Sports Illustrated days with McLovin. But my number one pick to to have would be Fritzy. Dude, yes. Fritzy is a yes. world class guest booker. Like world class. Yes. One time. Yes. We, we were talking about how I said that you, you pronounce Rick Meyer's last name, Rick Meyer. They were saying it's Rick Meyer. 20 minutes later, Rick Meyer's on the phone. The and I'm like, Rick, can you confirm? One time I'm talking about the movie, The Program, which is like my favorite movie ever. I'm talking about Latimer, starting defense, place at the table, right? Like I'm into it. 15 minutes later, the guy's name is evidently Andrew Briniarski. He's on yep. the show. <laughs> they go, hey, hey, Ross, we got something in the line for you. I'm like, and the guy goes, what's up, Ross? I'm like, is this Latimer? Is this freaking Latimer right now? Um, so, Fritzy's uh, number one easily. McCullough's oh, my four. God. Right. Uh, Pauly and Seaton, probably Pauly because he's more on the strategy side. Seaton does more of the audio stuff and like, yes. you know, hey, Ross, this is a read. You have to do this. Seaton's just like the coolest guy. Seaton would be the guy you want to like hang out with totally. but in terms of like who i need on the show that day 
Paulie right. does good with topic ideas, like what people like. So Seton would argue, I, I'm going to get them all in a fight. They're all going to be mad at each other. They're going to be mad at you. And that's what I was going for, by the way. But Seton would argue, hey, Fritzy can get you all the guests you want. You ain't going to hear him unless I'm there. <laughs> like, that's what he, I, I imagine. That's what Well, there's got to be somebody else that yes. could do Seton's job adequately. Not Seton's as job well as is Seton. difficult. I don't think they have anybody else. Right, that can do right. what Fritzy does. Like Fritzy right. is unbelievable. Uh, Ross Tucker with us. You're great. The Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Uh, he's joining us on behalf of DraftKings. We'll get you out of here in a second. Couple fill in the blanks real quick, okay? If Ross Tucker could coach any NFL team for the next ten years, the one he would choose would be blank. So this is based on the team and not my own this personal, is, personal selfishness. This is, this is, yeah, not selfishness. This is based on, wow, this team could be really, really good for the next 10 years. I have mine. I'm interested in yours. Um, Unless you want mine first. Yeah, go ahead. Give yours first. I'd take the Dolphins. I, I would take a young quarterback, a good young coach. Um, they have two draft picks, first-round picks this year, two seconds this year, or first next year, two first-round picks in 2024. I'd go Dolphins. So I feel like Kansas City is too obvious. The, the two that came to mind for me, because I played in both these places, and this is still a little selfish, Cleveland and Buffalo. Nice. You know why, Stu Gatz? I want a statue, okay? <laughs> I want to go to Buffalo or Cleveland yeah. and win the first Super Bowl go. ever. Yeah. Dude, they both have awesome rosters. They both have good young quarterbacks. I think they are two of the, I don't know, seven or eight teams that could legitimately win the Super Bowl this year. I want to go coach them. I want to lead the Browns or the Bills to the first Super Bowl win in franchise history. Statues, bro. It's about – I'm like you, Stugatz. It's about yes. me. I want to be able to say to my daughters, come on, girls, come on. Look, there's a statue of daddy outside, and there always will be. Like, when your kids and grandkids, there's a statue because daddy brought the Super Bowl to the city on the lake or to Buffalo. Boom. I love it. I think it's a great job. I noticed you didn't choose the Jets, by the way. My dog's very excited about your selection, as you can tell, by the way. <laughs> um, Ross Tucker's favorite beer is blank. Ooh. Um, you love beer. I'm a big IPA guy. Right now, I'd probably say uh, right. Sip of Sunshine from Lawson's. My buddy Al, um, Pizza Boy Brewing, he's got front side, lip side. That's like a 10.5%er. I don't need to be messing around with a bunch of beers. I can have I can have two 10.5%ers and then take it. The most beers Russ Tucker has put away tonight is blank. Um, Go back to Princeton if you want. It's fun. Or high school. <laughs> no, I am. Uh, somewhere between 30 and Jesus 40, I'd Christ, say. Jesus Christ, Tucker. Um, wow. Well, no, I mean, when I was in college, I was 300 uh, pounds. No joke, we would split a 30-pack of Natty Light. Of course. Or like yes. Bush before we, me and one buddy. We would split a 30-pack like from 7 to 9.30 while we're playing EA college football or whatever. <laughs> and then we would go out to what they call the street. Yeah. After we both had 15, I could do that easily now because those are like 4% beers. Now I have like, now I have like 10 double right. IPAs, but I could do 30 to 40 beers. No I problem. I thought you were going to say now. you did it last week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did play beer pong on Friday night though. Uh, that's like, you win? that was my first reaction when I saw the Sirianni thing with rock, paper, scissors, shoot, you know, with some of the Eagles draft picks on zoom. If, if NFL coaches saw how competitive I was playing beer pong <laughs> in college, I would have been a first-round pick. Like, if they saw how irrationally seriously – I, it's my only competitive outlet, Sugats. Like, I can't play basketball because of my back. I can't golf my back and right knee. My only competitive outlet at this point in my life is beer pong. I take it very, very seriously. <laughs> I was going to ask you, the last time Ross Tucker's ever been hammered was blank, but I guess it was Friday night, so it doesn't matter. Um, the hardest Ross Tucker was ever hit playing football was blank. Well, worst hit for sure. Well, Rodney Harrison got me real bad one time. 2003, I was pulling to the right. But the next year, uh, Bledsoe threw a pick in Buffalo. I tried like an idiot to make the tackle to be a, you know, a hero. Roosevelt Colvin blindsided me. And I don't know what hit was bigger. Roosevelt Colvin blindsiding me or the back of my head hitting the Buffalo turf. <laughs> but every time I do something with doctors, whatever, they're like, do you ever have a concussion? That's the one for sure. Michael Barrow gave me a concussion. I'm pretty sure Danny Clark for the Raiders, Barrow for the Giants. But the one for sure was 
the Roosevelt Colvin. I was in like a fog for like three to five minutes, but I mean, I, the other center got hurt. So I was our center. Like we didn't even have anybody else. And I remember the, the one O lineman on, on uh, inactive. He's like, Tuck, you okay? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm okay. He's like, no, dude, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. But I was like, I was in a different world for like three minutes. And then the Patriots thankfully went on a long drive or whatever. And I was okay by the time I went back out there. Back then, dude, 2004, like you almost didn't even know you had a concussion unless you were knocked out. Like I didn't, I thought I, I just was seeing stars. You know, I got my <laughs> bell rung. It, 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 honestly, it's like a totally yeah, different crazy. world. Oh, I'm glad it's changed. That's for sure. Karaoke song a hammered Ross Tucker would sing if he sang karaoke. Oh, dude. Uh, Sweet oh, Caroline. And you know what's amazing about that? When I was <laughs> playing for the Patriots, <laughs> my wife and I would go to every weekend in the offseason when we were working out. All you do, all you do in the offseason is NFL players work out. So my wife and I knew we're never going to live in New England again. So every weekend, two guys, we would go to Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard or Cape Cod. We're like, what? let's hit them all. I'm on either Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard, and we go to a karaoke night, okay? Right. Yep. And my my sister's daughter, my niece, is Caroline. So I say to the doctor, So here's the thing. Sweet Caroline. Oh, oh, oh. Good times never seem so good. So good. So good. Right, here's so the thing. Good. Mike and uh, Stugatz, I am doing this with my wife. The crowd is going crazy. They love it. My wife and I are looking at each other like, "What? we are amazing. They love us. I had no idea that was the Red Sox seventh inning stretch song. No idea. I thought that they just thought we were that For awesome. You. Like, I didn't know that it was like a Red Sox song. I thought they were just that into what me and my wife were singing. It was like, we did like a duet. It was hilarious. Oh, that is so great. Uh, Ross Tucker with us on behalf of DraftKings, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Uh, we'll get you out of here in a minute. You've been very gracious with your time. We appreciate it. Quick game to uh, to wrap this thing up. Tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here, okay? <laughs> yeah, feel free to steal it if you'd like, all right? Um, okay. Mikey, what were the other options we had? Because... So, so you're getting it's it's listen. The game is yes or no. Okay, <laughs> a little peek behind the curtain. So tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here, Mikey. What other options do we have for Ross? All right, so we got Ross it or toss it. We got Tucker or tuck rule. Yes, tucked tuck or untucked. Tuck off or tucked or untucked. Tucked or untucked or Tucker or sucker. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> when I was in like either kindergarten or first grade. Some kid at recess called me Ross Effer. I'm not going to say it, but Ross Effer. Okay. So I went home and I told my dad. And my dad's like, you ask him three times if he really means it. And if he says yes, punch him in the face. I was like, okay. So the next day I go into school and the kid's like, Ross Effer, Ross Effer. So I just nailed him. Like, you know, a kid had like a bloody <laughs> nose. I had to go into the principal with my dad. And the, and the principal's like, we can't have Mr. Tucker. We can't have Ross punching kids at recess. And my dad's like, uh, Mrs. Whatever. I can't have kids calling my son Ross Effer. Like I, I can't have that happening. Like Were I'm, you not, Mr. I'm not going to let that on. What's that? Were you Mr. Tucker from then on? Well, so here's the thing. Like it was pretty clear. Like I, I, I ran, sh I, I ran shit on the playground. Okay. Like, you know, it was very obvious at a very young age playing like dodgeball and stuff. By the way, what, what a great sport dodgeball is. Let's as soon as possible make sure everyone associated with the school knows that might makes right and who the strong kids are and the weak are. As soon as possible, let's just totally destroy the confidence of all of the weaker kids by letting big, strong kids like Ross Tucker peg them in the head with dodgeball. I mean, like, if you think about it now, it's like the worst sport to play. With it's a terrible concept, you're right. It's, it's like, what, what, a, what a sport to just, like, it puts you in a box for what you are the rest of your life. It's unbelievable. Yes. Yes, you're no duel. You're no Doyle. <laughs> you're no Doyle. All right, so how do we want to do this? You want to go tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here? Is that is that how we want to do it, Mike? Let's do that. All right. Ketchup on steak. Tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here? Uh, get yes. the tuck out of here. Sorry, Mahomes. Nah, you no chance. It. Right. All right. <laughs> Ketchup on hot dogs. Tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here? 
Get the tuck out of here. The correct answer is spicy mustard. If you watch or listen to Dan Patrick's show, you'll know it's something I take uh, very, very seriously. The real issue is that there is no situation in life where yellow mustard is superior to spicy mustard. Ever. Yellow ever. mustard should cease to exist. Yet I go yes. to some restaurants uh, like Subway, and, and I don't have them as a sponsor yet. Maybe you guys do, but they don't. They have yellow mustard, but they don't have spicy mustard. Like, what are we doing? You're, good. you're a deli. Yeah, you're, good. You're, you're making yep. deli sandwiches. You don't have yep. deli mustard. You have regular yellow. Listen, I'll tell you right now, unless you have Goudins, if you have French's, I am not walking in. That's it. If that's it, my yes. only option is French's mustard, I ain't walking in. French's is not a sponsor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelob Ultra. Tuck you yeah, or get the tuck out of here. Get the tuck out of here. If you're going to do that, go uh, <laughs> go Miller Lite. It's like two more calories and has way more flavor. All right. Miller Lite. All right, get them on the show, Tucker. Peeing in the pool. Tuck you yeah, or get the tuck out of here. So... This is interesting. Tuck yeah for every pool except for mine. <laughs> Tuck, I, 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 so you're peeing in my pool is what you're saying. Correct, correct. But when I'm at my when I'm at my house, I get a pool right there, right? When I'm at my house, I I get out of the pool and I pee in the woods. I I I got I, I like live in the woods, so I pee in the woods. So right. it's tuck yeah unless it's my pool, then it's get the tuck out of here. You're a crazy mother tucker. Farting under the sheets. Tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here. Oh, tuck yeah. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't. I mean, uh, how about yeah. peeing in the shower? Is that a tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here? Tuck yeah. It's great. It's a great feeling. It's what it's it was intended. Right? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's all pipes. It's all going to the same place. <laughs> yes, it is. Tuck, all right. I'll say this. The best place to pee is outside. That's how right. God intended us to pee, is outside. Correct. I think you're right about that. Uh, the Jets getting it right this Thursday night. Tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here. Probably get the tuck out of here. Damn it. I lo- look, I love Zach Wilson, but who who is like who's the comp for Zach Wilson? Like the guy that came out of nowhere, had one really good year for like a BYU and ended up being a stud. I just feel like one way or the other, either he'll get injured or I don't know, man. He's you know, I that's gonna be an interesting situation for him with the media and the New York market. I think he looks like he kind of likes it. He's like a weird BYU. He's like a Jim McMahon. Sam Darnold has that same look Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> uh, pineapple on pizza. Oh, my gosh. Get the tuck out of here. Thank you. What yes! are we doing? Yes! Thank you. What are we doing? <laughs> Thank I, you. I mean, you put meat on pizza, and then afterwards, you have a little bit of fruit so that you feel better about the eight slices of meat lovers or pepperoni or sausage. So great. All right, How last do people not know we'll get you out of here. Harvard, tuck yeah or get the tuck out of here. <laughs> oh, tuck yeah. I mean, if you can't get into Princeton, I think Harvard's a great school to go to. I really do. I think Harvard, look, if you can't get into the U.S. News or World Report's number one ranked school for the last 12 years, then I think Harvard is a reasonable alternative or backup. Tuck yeah. All right. All right, so I'm assuming you'll have the same answer for Yale. <laughs> Yale's, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how – I don't know. I'm biased here, but I don't know how Yale is so good. They've had a good football program. Like, I don't know why people would pick Yale over Harvard or Princeton. Like, who's picking New Haven over right. Harvard or Princeton? I don't get it. Like, I, yeah, I'm, I, it, shakes, it makes me shake my head when guys pick Yale. I'm like, really? Really? Yeah. Over Harvard or Princeton? But some of them do. I don't know. I want to just two quick things. You're out of here. First off, tell your friends who didn't get into Princeton that I also have a friend who got into Princeton who had less than a thousand on his SATs, but he was the best lacrosse player in the country. <laughs> so we got in. Okay. I had, a buddy, I, I, you, I had a buddy that got in who was a two sport guy, less than a thousand SATs. That was his pickup line. to girls was like, I'm the only guy on campus with less than a thousand SATs. <laughs> That's a great line. Uh, by the way, you mentioned the program. I have maintained forever program greatest preview followed by the most disappointing movie of all time. The preview was amazing. The movie, eh, what do you think? So I was in eighth or ninth grade. So I love the movie too. Okay. You know uh, what I mean? Like yes. I, I, so at the time when you're in eighth or ninth grade, dude, and they're like busting each other's heads and, you know, kill them all at the paramedics, sort them out. And he's putting his head through the windshield and he's taking, like, 
that that movie is like iconic to a ninth grade. I don't know how old you were at the time, so you guys, but like a little bit older, yeah. No, I, I, we all I can tell you is through high school and college, we watched that movie the night before two a day started every year. <laughs> every year, mandatory going to somebody's house to watch the program to get ready to freaking go. Let's put the women and children to bed and go looking for yes. fucking dinner. Yeah, like, oh, like literally, you guys, we, we would quote those lines during, like, during games. Like, it was like, that movie was, that movie makes me miss football. Like, that, like, I, you know, like, I don't really miss the camaraderie. I, I mean, I miss the money, but, like, I really just miss hitting people. Like, right. it was so nice when you'd be angry about something in life. Then just go to practice, just kill a dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a good feeling. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so great. All right, uh, Ross, you've been fantastic. We appreciate the time. Uh, check him out. He's uh, with us on behalf of DraftKings. Check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Uh, let's do this again. Let's do it after the draft, okay? We'll uh, we'll see uh, if the Jets got it right or not. Anytime. Now that I got your email, I'm going to get you on my show uh, on the Ross Tucker Podcast sometimes. Or you're, you're, you're into betting and stuff, Stu Guts? Yeah, of course I am. Okay, good. I'll get you on the Even Money Podcast then. That's the betting one. But yeah, man, definitely. Like I said before, I um, used to listen to your radio show all the time. Big fan. You guys were hilarious. And you still Thank are. You, man. So, Money Banks, what are you going to do now to celebrate? Go to the dentist. <laughs> Go to the dentist. That's how you're going to celebrate? King needs a new crown. Stupidity! Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.